A little advice. A little advice. Come on, come on, come on, yeah. Just a little advice. Just a little advice with Christine Little. Check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Little Advice Podcast. This is episode number 24 and I've got another really fun guest for you guys. Her name is Christina Walkinshaw, comedian, writer, blogger, podcaster, and all around really nice person. And this podcast, we kind of run the gamut uh, on, on things here. We talk about uh, her messy hair bun. We talk about... Um, writing, Canada, guys, I mean, we just kind of have a full-on conversation. And I really, really, really love her her writing advice. She has these games that she plays to help her write different things from stand-up scripts and just journaling. So I really enjoyed this. Anything else? Oh, podcast-related. Go on over to the Facebook, like the podcast page. Uh, share an episode that you like, write a review, send me a, a message. Is there anything you want to listen to or talk about? I'm all about it. And join the Facebook group. Let's talk there. I don't, th- I don't think there's any more that I need to add on this, um, but thank you guys so much for listening, and please enjoy this episode of Other Life. Hi, I'm here with Christina Walkinshaw. And who are you? I, oh, I'm Christine Little. I'm going to do like the legit. Oh, you did the legit. Oh, oops. I just meant to do this part. Yeah. I know. I already ruined your podcast. And I've only been on for like 40 seconds. And that's her problem. All right, guys. It's been a great episode. I'm just so this is this is a different podcast episode because we are sitting on my bed in my room. I love it. I feel like I'm at like a slumber party right now. Yeah. Like this feels like we're going to talk about dudes and uh i don't know periods which we already we did. already did the period yeah talk. we de- definitely had a good period talk we just decided it's okay to pms yeah we gave she gave me the green light on that i gave you the green light to like the, bail on me if you're the red light the red, the red light literally give you the red light on the period <laughs> and then what I, oh and we're recording on my computer so i don't know how this is going to turn out but we're all about experimenting i'm like who's listening to this i'm not trying to like what what does that say it mean like shit on myself or whatever but let's just keep it 100 am i right ladies am i right i think this is great and this is very cozy too we're sitting cross-legged we are on my bed she's drinking to give you a good visual i've got my top knot which christine already complimented me on oh yeah you got the best top knot i told her the secret to a good top knot is having dirty hair and because i don't shower a lot i classically have dirty hair thus i have really good top knots but you showered yesterday i know i did because i only said that because i know you went to hot yoga and if you're not showering after hot yoga you'd be a hot stain trust me it is yeah you have i think that's the good thing about hot yoga is it does it inspires you to shower (laughs) that's what i think i shower every day but but my hair is curly so it's like i have to get it wet right to like do anything with it that sounds so dirty but you're, yeah, you got a great top knot. Thank you. Um, and I am going to get a hot yoga. And like I said, uh, yesterday in hot yoga, she played landslide and I cried a little. Oh. That's me PMSing. I get tender. What, what was it about landslide that make you cry? It's that line when she goes, I'm getting older too. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, I'm getting older too. <laughs> huh. But nobody can tell you're crying in a hot yoga class because you're already sweating so much. They're like, the tears could be sweat. 
It's a good. It's a good place to get a cry out, guys. We're, we're all getting older. I know. So what made you sad about this? Is, is this like your own cup? Yeah, oh, that's awesome. This is. A, I'm using a recyclable Starbucks mug, so it looks like they're paper cups, but it's actually the real deal. Ooh. And this coffee inside is actually Trader Joe's. Oh, <laughs> yeah! I, I go in there with this. And, uh, the Dixie cups are too small, so I just bring in my own mug. That's amazing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh. I made the coffee at home. Oh, uh, and I also made a smoothie this morning. Now I sound really California, which How, I truly am. What not. time did you wake up? Uh, Ten o'clock, like any comedian would. <laughs> that's a that's oh a man, solid you day got for... up earlier than me. I got up, <laughs> set my alarm for eleven, mm. and I pressed snooze. I did. I, I That's why I, I'm not quite finished with my morning pages. Oh yeah, and I love that you do morning pages. I've just been complaining the whole time. It's okay. It's good to have an outlet for complaining. And it's all, I'm pages, always complaining sees. about certain person. I didn't. Oh really? Oh, I think yeah. I know who. Oh. <laughs> yep, it's you. I know. <laughs> this is the only good thing about being very single right now is I'm very. Very zen with being single, and I haven't dated or had feelings for anyone in so long. What about the Denver it's like guy? The, the cravings are like gone. What was that? Oh god, you're so. Lucky. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like yeah, it's like uh, when people go on diets and they cut out sugar or carbs or whatever, and after they go so long without it, the cravings go away. I feel like that's like me and dating, where it's like I've been so single for so long that like the cravings have gone away, and I'm really enjoying like I love sleeping by myself. That goes without saying. Yeah. Uh, because I feel like whenever I sleep over at a guy's house, my next day is kind of fucked. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, God, I have to go home. And then, like, you know, who Maybe knows where he lives my life. in L.A. The drive home in the morning. Uh, <laughs> Could be, yeah. like, two hours. Yeah, that's true. It's it's and then is, the packing of all your stuff. It's a lot. L.A. Really is not the city is. for the sleepover. It's not, really not. It's, it's much faster to get home at, like, 1230 at night. Not a sleepover. But I think your new relationship, though, is hot yoga. Oh, I think it is. Yeah, I think I'm definitely in a relationship with hot yoga. Uh, like I said, I read last night. I had to. Oh, that was one of the things I was going to ask your advice on. What? I really want to cut back on social media, and I know it's like you're a comedian; you have to be on it. But like, to what point? Like, like, do you know the newer iPhones now? They'll um, like they track how much. Yeah. Ta- oh. I see that. I just ignore it. I'm like, this is too judgy. Like, I don't need your input. I am scared that I am, uh, yeah, above the norm. I'm checking it too much. That's why I started reading last night. Everybody everybody has that, I think. We talked about this on this podcast, too. you got to listen to some other things. I bet you there's some, uh, yeah, there's a lot of the same topics that people need advice on. Especially comedians. I know. We probably all have the same problems. It's the same issues. So what's going on with the Denver guy? Oh, oh, whoa. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm quite proud of this. I feel like airport bars are like where I shine. I feel like this is where I, I have the best conversations with people. I connect with people. There's no pressure. There's always like alcohol and honesty. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I met this guy at airport bar. We started chatting. He was like, oh, yeah, I have to cut my trip in Edmonton short and go home early. He kind of made it sound like he had to go home early for work. But, like, once we kept talking, I was like, I don't think this sounds like a work-related exit from the city. And why such an emergency? And why are you flying through Phoenix to go to Denver from Edmonton? Yeah, we were in Canada. We were just in Yeah, we went to Canada. I took Christine to the motherland. Um, And then, yeah, it it was like he just broke up with his girlfriend of, like, Seven years. Wow. They and did then, long distance for seven years, though? I think they lived in the same city for a while. Okay. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, and then I was like, oh, my God. 
I was like, well, good news for you. You've just met the spokesperson for being single. Because <laughs> I am. I'm like, I love being single. I know it's going to be rough in the beginning, uh, but this is, the, this is the little piece of advice I always give to anybody going through a breakup. And I, I came up with this advice when I was like 20 years old, so like 20 years ago, um, when my friend Jen was going through a bad breakup. I like went on stage at Yuck Yucks and I like purged all my jokes. I'm like, I did a whole set dedicated to why it's good that she's single again. Aww. Yeah, and um, so this is my favorite uh, piece of advice to the recently single. It's like, okay, man, you've done your cheers. Now it's time to move on and do your Frasier. It's just as good as cheers, but it's your own show. Oh. It's a good one, right? Nice I love one. that. You get your own spinoff. You know, you get your own spinoff. That's all That's all getting single is. It's just your own spinoff. Your own success. The story changed. is changing a little bit. This character is moving on to a new show. You're still yeah. going to have the sweet memories of the old show, but now it's time to move on. And uh, hopefully you're a Frasier and not like one of those spinoffs that dies like six like episodes in. Every, every other one. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out a lot of spinoffs don't actually work out. But. Let's keep it optimistic. Let's keep this a Fraser situation. <laughs> Let's keep it a Fraser situation. Do you say Fraser or Fraser? I say Fraser. Me too. Is yeah. that how you're supposed? What is I it? think so. I just got nervous there for a minute. I don't even care. I'm scared of these millions of people are going to hear this. So. Oh, this is like you know what? My fans are wild. They will tweet at you. They'll slide <laughs> into your DM. Oh man. They'll. I mean, they're just a very aggressive bunch of people, right? Both of you. All right. I do have some weird guy that keeps uh, kind of trolling me, but in a really, in kind of a gross way, but it's still kind of funny to me, but I get scared because he's writing, like, it's, he's usually trolling me responding to a male comic. So he's really trolling the male comic. I, I, this does not make sense. Give but, me an example. Okay, so my friend JJ Whitehead, who's a funny comedian, he, I'm just going to read it. You know what? I don't want to. I'm like, oh yeah, my phone's right in front of me. This is not, uh, and I won't like, with this, this is, I'm just starting to notice that this is the second time he's done this. Okay. All right. So let's open this without accidentally hitting, uh, you know, I don't accidentally want to hit the favorite button cause it's, <laughs> you don't want to encourage it. I don't want to encourage it. How do I do this? Okay. Here we go. So JJ tweeted, there's more to life than masturbation. Hashtag the first line of my autobiography. <laughs> so then I, I wrote that. back to him, then why do I spend most of my days jilling off, right? Mm -hmm. To which my response got three hearts. <laughs> and then this guy, Big Black Clyde, <laughs> he's at Giant Blackstick, <laughs> wrote to JJ, because you ain't got no Big Black Clyde. <laughs> Clyde and needs <laughs> as the hashtags. Uh. So I'm like, uh, it's kind of funny, <laughs> but I don't. You I can't fave it. I, I don't. I don't want JJ to to feel sad that he doesn't have. I don't know that. I don't even know what size of penis that JJ has. But I feel like this particular internet troll is trying to make JJ feel inadequate. I like how you just put the pillow over your vagina. I put the <laughs> pillow over my vagina and I put it in behind me just to like. I think, I think Clyde's got you a little hot and horny. <laughs> I, I mean, I put I needed some lumbar support. You know that song. Lumbar, I'm, yeah, I'm getting older too. I am. Are you feeling? So like I need it. it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, when you're approaching your late twenties. Oh, I know. When you think life is over at twenty-seven, and then you turn forty, and you want to punch that girl in the face. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I'm just speaking for myself. Approaching my late twenties is just. <laughs> I'm a little older than that. Oh I'm yeah, feeling, you, I'm feeling it. 
that's that's my big um, debate right now, which I was going to ask you about. Where well, I need well, a little it. advice on. Yeah, it's like so obviously lots of friends getting filler and Botox. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the record, I did not know that there was a difference between filler and Botox. Like fillers for when it's too late. Oh, Botox is preventative, and filler is oh. for when you already have the lines. So which one makes you look crazy? Probably both, but. <laughs> I feel like... Have so, you done it before? I've never done it before, but I definitely have friends that have done it. I don't it. see a need. I'm starting off, I'm starting off like any old lady, and I'm just using creams and like serums, because I have a lot of friends selling makeup, as we know from oh. my stand-up act. And, uh... <laughs> She's at the age where everyone's doing that. Every, yeah, all my friends either have kids or sell makeup. But, um, <laughs> but I, I decided, I'm like, you know what, as, as annoying as it is, like, I do want to support my friends, and I don't need to go to, like, CVS and buy, like... Three ninety nine makeup anymore? Like I am an adult, so I got this. I asked her. I was like, okay, so my my obsession right now is my elevens, right? Those two lines mm-hmm. that are right between the eyebrows that go up and down because mm-hmm. they look like frown lines. And I'm a happy person. How did I get the frown lines? You know what? I think that's something you see because I am having trouble. I see it <laughs> when you point to it and scrunch it up, but I don't. I don't see it really. And you've got glasses. Oh, that's why I have. And I like you can the do the bangs, hide, and you bangs. don't really have any. You don't have wrinkles on your forehead, which is super rude. Well, that's. I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited because uh, you know. I've got. I've got a line here. You know, I'm. I just talked to a friend last night that was over, and she is. She got Botox and stuff, and she's like my age, and I mean, I had no idea that she was doing that. I think a lot of girls don't talk about it. I think it's kind of... Well, no, I mean, I don't know. The dirty secret. It's like doing cocaine. It's like, I hope nobody notices. (laughs) Oh, we notice. (laughs) Your nose is bleeding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With both. Your nose are bleeding. (laughs) I don't know. Honestly, I'm not against it. But I would just find someone that who's already done it right and has a good person i'm like staring at your head i i don't even see it i know it's like i'm not i don't think i'm there yet like i definitely think that if you want to like always do whatever you want to do like make yourself happy but uh yeah so what's I'm the like, debate then so why are you i don't know i don't know if it's time yet but i also like like i said right now i'm just starting off with these creams so i'm actually putting like like ring, like anti-wrinkle well, or whatever work. Whatever Jen sent me from her unique or whatever, I was like, I just want something for my 11s. Give me some sort of a cream or serum or whatever. It's a serum. It's not a cream. Uh, Whoa, I'm using serums. Um, (laughs) Yeah, for the lines on my forehead. And then she showed me a little before and after pictures from her and her boyfriend using it. So her boyfriend's like, yeah, you could see like a slight difference. And even I've been using this for like a month now. And I don't know if it's like just super placebo because it costs money and I believe I want to believe it's going to work. But yeah, I felt like like yesterday when I was putting it on, I was like, I think maybe it is working. Like it's very subtle. I mean, I don't even see it, so I think it's done something. Oh, look at that. I, I can kinda see it if you scrunch it and point to it, but like it's really I mean I do have the I same birthday as Dick it. Clark, and he looked very young for most of his life. So maybe it's like a November thirtieth birthday. November thirtieth is your birthday? Yeah. So oh, maybe that might be Sophia's birthday, too. It is her birthday. Is it? Yeah, I saw it on Facebook. I always notice now because of Facebook. And so I know that, that uh, Sophia has my birthday, and Dennis Gubbins has my birthday. There's a couple of comedians. It's like a popular birthday. Yeah, I guess. Uh, kind of a hack birthday. What was happening nine months before that? Is, is that like a Valentine's Day screw? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Let's see here. Like a, because <laughs> February, November. I was late, too, by two weeks. So I might have been like... Of February. Right? I was like a month December, late. January, February. Yeah. I think December. I think that's why. I think there's a lot of Sagittarius's and possibly Scorpios because uh, of 
because uh, of people doing it on Valentine's Day. So when did your my parents do it? If I was born in May, but I was supposed to be born in like Just, April. Okay, or subtract March. like nine months. So let's say June, July, August. So yeah, you're like a the summer, summer loving baby. Summer love. Had me a blast and a kid. Okay. But I summer nights. Yeah, sorry. So I think we solved that problem. Your boat, I'd say, I mean, if it's preventative, maybe give yourself like a deadline, like, or like a birthday number or something. Yeah, maybe in a few years. I'm not going to get to the filler line, like, part, right? That's the thing. I feel like it's already too, like, I feel like this would be filler. Really? I think I would. I think they're already, like, in See, that's the thing. Everybody's got a different perception. And, you know, this is a tough one, too, because we don't have a picture of you. Like, they they don't see what you look like. And I did not come here picture ready. Let me tell you. Well, we we take a photo. We are taking Oh, I know we are, but we'll just put a filter on. (laughs) Oh, for sure. They all have filters. Spoiler alert. We'll take it outside. It'll look great. Oh, my God. Outside photos are the best because you wear your sunglasses. Oh, no. What did you call it? The LeVere? On the Lanai. Lanai. I called her Jack the Lanai. I I do watch the Golden Girls still. But here's another fun part about these lines. I mean, you know what? People always do cocaine off of, like, a stripper's ass or a stripper's tits. If you really want to do cocaine, you should do it out of my 11s. Because look, it's like two sweet, sweet little lines. You won't lose any morsel of your drug. They're so small. They would just be bumps. That is the size of their little bumps. (laughs) That's it. I only have room for you to do. Bums, but in 10 years, you'll be able to do full blown lines off my forehead. So what's another problem? Because I think we solved this. I think that the, the, the answer... You're okay. I feel like the answer is, for now, I'm okay. Yeah. But we're going to revisit this. Keep doing your serums. What do you do when you give advice and then people don't take your advice? Or people ask for your help, and then you offer help, and then apparently your help's not the right help. And then what do you do if people don't take your advice? Let's start there. You know what I find is that... Do you get annoyed that they don't take it or no? I, you know what, I do have this thing where I want people to be at their best, and it's frustrating sometimes when I see so much potential in someone, yes. and I really, I'm like, oh, if you do this, this will really set you apart. But also, I can't get mad at them for not seeing what I see, because I don't see that in myself. And when you see things in other people, what you're, you couldn't see a certain thing in someone else, good or bad, if you right. didn't have it in yourself. Right. Right? Right. So, like, in the actuality, that frustration is really at yourself. Yes, that's very true. That is very so true. So that's what it is. You can't control what other people do. You can, you, can, you can help them. But most of the time when people want advice, they just want a, a space to be listened to. I think you're right about that. You're right. They just want to, yeah, they just want to be able to, to vent or talk, get their story out. But you're right. I mean, everybody, even me, I always am just going to do whatever I feel in my gut. But sometimes I do take advice, and then sometimes it's not the right advice, and then I get mad for not sticking with my gut. Ooh. That's another one. It's, That's there's no one. perfect path. Can you think of a time where you took some advice? Oh, like, yeah, definitely. But it's too it's too long of a story to get into right now. But, like, it would be like, yeah, it, it would be like uh, career advice. Um, and I'm just like, oh, I wish I said yes to that. And then I didn't. And then oh, I went back to waiting tables for like about. a year and a half. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But anyways, I also am a fatalist. And I'm like, okay, well, this is the path I'm meant to be on. And if I had gone the other way, I'd be dead. I, a fatalist? Is that a thing? Like, yeah, being into fate. Oh, my God. When you said that, I thought, like... Oh, yeah, I didn't mean, like, death. I, I thought it meant, like, fatalist. Like, I have this belief that every path leads to death. Like, <laughs> I, didn't, I, was like I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> uh, no, I meant, like, yeah, uh, this is my fate. This is the good fate. But the other fate, yeah, then I'd be dead. So then I did bring up the D word. But, yeah. 
I don't know. I think that's part of I mean, I was just talking to someone about that recently, about how I'm learning a lot. Like on this past trip we went on, I'm like, I don't know if that was the best move for me, you know, yeah. for right now. Oh, I know. But it was a learning experience. And now when I get, you know, offers or things, I, I'm trying to, like really weigh the pros and cons and I know what to look out for now and I get it but you have to go through that experience and to be able to know that so when people don't take your advice also it's like they there's something in that path that they need to experience in order to learn because you can hear something a million times and not register it but when you experience it exactly it is the only way to learn a lesson unfortunately it's the Plow yourself right into the problem. Or like be close up on someone yeah. else's plowing them. Yeah, <laughs> so true. You need to see the plow. <laughs> and then you'll be like, wow, lesson learned. Oh, and. Oh, and seen. It's funny because like the only reason I bring this up is there's my friend out in Malibu. And this, I don't know why this annoyed me, but tell me, but I, this is just something stupid and I can let it go in like five seconds. But just because it's so fresh on my mind. So my friend has been like hounding me for like, not hounding, but like, oh, I really want to get out of Malibu. I really want to get out of Malibu. And I get it. I lived in Malibu for two years. It's very far away. It is Siberia. Every this sounds we- like a champagne problem. But I just <laughs> for real. I, I just want to preface because it's like I've been trying to get out of paradise. I don't know, I how, know. but Malibu is beautiful. But also, it is pretty far away. It's not convenient with the traffic situation. It's not convenient. No. It is very far away, um, especially if you're. You know, if you're still pursuing your dreams and stuff like that, it is good to be uh, central. And he's an actor. He goes on auditions, like, every single day. So, like, anyway, so, but we, you know, I stayed out there for two years. He's been out there for over a year now. And he's like, oh, my God, I really want, like, if, let me know if you hear of any sublets or anything. I just want to, I'm like, absolutely. Right? He's always like, oh, you, you hear of anything? in here. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And he's, I think you met him, too. But, um, I did. He's really nice. Yeah, he's so nice. Um. So anyway, so then I heard of a sublet, so I texted him, I was like, oh, I heard a sublet, like, on, like, in Studio City, like, Ventura and... Oh, Studio City's the perfect location, yeah. No, can't do the valley. I'm like, you said you want out of Siberia, how is Studio City, like, I don't know. Studio City, actually, I think... It's so central. It is, like, one of the prime locations. I'd say Studio City and Beverly Hills area would be pretty good central locations. I think Studio City's awesome. Studio City, you're right next to the valley, because stuff happens in the valley, sorry. And you're really close to West, like the Hollywood area. Hollywood is like boom, right over Coanga, and you still get parking and parking. Like it's I, so close. Think this location is amazing. I think it is. And he was just like, no, don't want that. But it's, I just, I love it how like some people are so picky, yet I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't like. This is. You know, I'm, you're I'm on, one a, of you're those on a budget. People. I'm one of those people. So I, yeah. they call it having champagne taste on a beer budget. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. That is exactly no, I don't want it. No, I don't want it. And then I'm going to be like, okay, here's a place in Silver Lake for 1800 a month. I'm like, mm, it's out of my budget. I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Apparently you love living in Malibu and you're in denial. <laughs> so, I'm so like that. I'm going car shopping <laughs> and I want all these things and I have the smallest budget and people are looking at me sideways and I'm like, well, there's a will, there's a way. And then I've got my investor that's like, 
have all these like, constraints on me. My investor is my mom. Oh, fun. So, <laughs> so, sad. sad <laughs> so, yeah. So funny. It's like these dudes that are like That's super what... picky with women. And then I'm just like, you should be so lucky for any of those women to even look at you. Right? Like, mm, she's too there. And I'm like, See, oh my God, you should be so lucky for that girl to like you. With a case Not of... that she even does like you. That's the whole thing. When yeah, guys, like, you would be when guys are already turning down women that don't even like them, how do they get... Where do, you, where do people get these egos? Is there a store for ego in LA that I don't know about? Because I, I would love a little more confidence. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's called... Delusion? Male? I don't know. I don't know what it is. But yeah, with that dude, I would be like, I'm not helping you anymore. That's the thing. I think that Studio City is... I, like, I don't know. It's just so funny. It's like, here's what you were asking but, but for. Here's some help. pictures and stuff? No, I just said Ventura and Vineland, and I was like, oh. it's so central. There's and a good ramen like, no. place over there, too, and, like, all these bars. It's very walkable. I think it's... I told him it's walkable, and that's all he wants is to be able to walk places. He's an idiot. I think so, too. But anyways. Yeah, that's when you just don't... Sometimes with some people, you gotta just... I gotta be like, you know what? You're on your own, bud. Yeah. Because that's a tough own. search, too. I think, yeah, it's like, it, it's a really hard time to move right now. I feel like everything in LA has gone up in price. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and it also, is, it was his reaction to it. He could have just been like, oh, uh, you know what? I'll look into it. Or yeah, or something. he could have been like, oh, I don't want to sublet. I want something longer. Like that. Well, I feel like once once I made fun of him for not wanting it, and then he went in that direction. Only after I, I oh, chirped him sense. a little bit. Then he's like, well, maybe I just want something longer term. I was like, that's a proper excuse. But turning down Studio City is dumb. Yeah. He but that was his initial it. reaction. No, I can't do the valley. People have attitude about the valley, but I tell you what. I, I don't love have, the valley. I don't have a problem parking. Um, I love the valley. But I do have a parking spot, so there's that. Dude, just <laughs> living anywhere where it's parking, that's a glamorous place. How about this? How about you take an Instagram story while we're talking? Yeah, Courtney told me that she couldn't. She couldn't come over last night because... Oh, well, let's get this on tape. Oh, look at okay. this. Who yeah. found a filter? Look, I'm doing Christine Little's uh, little advice Courtney podcast. Courtney told me she couldn't come over last night because she had a good parking spot in WeHo and she couldn't leave. Oh, my God. Actually, you know what? That's a decent excuse not to leave the house. <laughs> Move, Courtney. Oh, man. That's the problem with West Hollywood, y'all. Tag her in this. I will. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm doing Christine Little's little advice podcast. Oh, here we go. Can you hear us re-listening to the Instagram story oh podcast listeners? This is a very meta podcast. It really is. It's very meta. That's the problem with Hollywood, y'all. All right. You'll so tag funny. her in this. This and is then why living in the valley is better. And um, then I want to get, like, our advice portion of this is almost over. I'm getting more and more lax with this advice portion. I, I would just call it us just talking now. You know what I got to say? It's what? something, it's because I'm just starting a podcast, too, and it's like, I'm like, oh, okay, so well, do we need a theme? Do we need a whatever? Do we just talk? And it's like, okay, you start with a theme, right? And then you're like, oh, but let's broaden it. I want to talk about everything or anything that comes up. I was like, no. Then you're like, I need a theme. I think it takes like a long time for a podcast to figure out what it is. <laughs> I'm just like trying not to pressure myself anymore. It's like, guys, I tried so hard to be on this specific path. And now I'm just like, let me just go with the flow. And it's like... I don't have a lot of pressure. Like, there's no pressure for this to be perfect or to be anything. Exactly. So it's like, what's 
Let me just chill and see what happens. Exactly. Like, this is just material to put onto the universe for your poor souls that are stuck on the 405 at, like, 4 p.m. for two hours. That's why podcasts are the best. I love podcasts. Just for driving. I do it when I do Postmates. Oh, you do? That's yeah. awesome. And oh, when I, I drive to Vegas a so lot. I get paid to, to... To listen to podcasts. I mean... I love it. I think that's great. That's like, uh, yeah. No, I, when I drive to Vegas, I, it's like, okay, that's four podcasts. How often do you drive to Vegas? I go a lot, but I, oh, I do work. It's not straight up video poker. Um, I go out there for gigs sometimes. Um, I open for Puppetry of the Penis. Oh, you open for them regularly? Yes. So what is that? Um, they really use penises? Um, yeah, they do. They, um, yeah, they really use their penises She's and they turn captioning. their, uh, can you see I'm making my Instagram story? Can you hear it in my voice that I'm clearly yeah. not listening? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no. Thank you. That's, That's gotta real... be a fake film. Oh, it's Lizzie Cooper. Right? <laughs> She's hilarious. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> like, that can't be a real person. Uh, <laughs> she, she likes the filters too. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So they really take their, their penises and their balls and they, uh, they turn it into stuff. It's a it's it's full blown nudity. Not me. Uh, my portion of the show, I just go up there in my clothes. Oh my! God. I warm everybody up. Uh, I get them excited for some D. I think I would be upset if I saw this. Uh, you know what? It's quite a charming little show. Only guys yeah. would be like, I know what people want to see on Monday. I know, and I like it's always like it's always gay guys performing for straight women. Like I feel like that in strip clubs too, right? These two guys yeah. are gay guys. Um, but I don't know. Like, maybe they just have <laughs> the best packages. You know what? I think we should make a spinoff. <laughs> That's my spinoff. <laughs> well, it'll oh, be yeah, like... ventriloquist of the vagina. Yes. Hello. <laughs> I mean, their lips. <laughs> you ever do that? I do that. I'm like, no. hello. <laughs> Guys don't think it's sexy. Uh, no, but I did work at a pizza place in Ottawa once. And uh, the bartender that I work with used to know he could turn... The, the menu into a vagina. That was really cool. Because the opening part of the, me- the the middle part of the menu looked like a pizza, so it had these like round flaps. But then there was the, it was Boston Pizza in Canada. But the outside was like square. So anyways, he had this way of turning the, the menu into a vagina. I'm like, what was he doing with those <laughs> menus? <laughs> oh my God. What kind of American he made a flashlight of a menu. <laughs> That's how you know a guy needs to get That's done. how you know it was 1999. He wasn't still make vaginas guy. at work. <laughs> he wasn't an attractive guy, right? Um, no, probably not. But bless his heart, he was like I rest the best. In my case. He was. He was a cool. No further older questions, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh okay, so did you have any take? I don't know if how this sounds record wise. So I'm always experimenting on a little. Advice. And I did bang the bed a few times. I think you're worried about the sound of me doing. Yeah, that I thought you were because it was like I was like slapping the knee. I'm like, yeah, oh like, man, that's it, funny. Oops. Yeah. No slaps. I thought you were gonna say I did bang the the, 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 the pizza guy. <laughs> you're gonna say that. Oh no, I did. I definitely uh, dated a bartender there for like many years, though. Oh, oh yeah. So I guess vagina was in the air, or the vagina menus. I don't know. We're an aphrodisiac at Boston Pizza. Wow. Nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. I, I like pizza. Mm. Do I have any food? Yeah, I made some disgusting. Maybe it was two thousand and one. So, so did you have any takeaways from this portion of this? I know we didn't get having into an, a, a problem. Problem. We talked about a couple things, but are, are there any things that you? I do have would one take last away? problem. Oh, you want you want to talk about another problem? Yeah. Um. So I'm in a wine club, and I have to pick my uh, my okay. bridles. <laughs> Could you help me pick up my three wines? Yeah. Sure. What do you got? Um. Let's look here. Um. Oh, can I just say I had to. 
I don't know why this took me so long, but I'm a big slacker, as you know. But I had to call, oh, not call, but I use customer support for Final Draft. Because uh, I bought, I got Final Draft years ago, and then oh. I got a new computer. And, like, I, I knew that there was a way of, like, getting the Final Draft because I registered it. Yeah. Anyways, I did use their customer service, or their customer support, and I gotta tell you, they were amazing. Oh! So I'm just giving a sweet shout-out if you're... Well, they better be. If They're you're in L.A., expensive. if you... I don't know if you've ever thought about writing a script before. Uh, I'm sure... I don't know if anybody in L.A. has ever thought about it, but I'm just saying... Final draft, customer support, kudos. Okay, so, guys, um, February is Potting Shed Wine Club uh, time. So, we got a lot. There's a lot. Um, I don't even know what a potting shed is. Do you know what a potting shed is? Let me look at these. That's what I have to pick from. Okay. Are you a red or white drinker? I'm into red. Me too. Okay, and I would so totally I would feel free to pick go. all the cheapest wines. I, oh, really? You got to pay for these. How are you in a wine club if you got to pay for it? Um. Oh, there's lots of perks. Don't you worry. Okay. Uh, there's lots of different things that happen. I'm gonna and you go, can go with the shout out to Ro- Rose of Syrah. Okay. Yeah, I'm into that. Um. Oh, the Pinot. Okay. Oh, yeah. I I just ordered a half case and I got Pinot Noirs and Cabs because it's luscious reds right now for Valentine's Day. And the Petite, petite Verdot. You know what? I'm literally going to do everything you told me to do. Okay. That was the best advice I've ever got. And so it was, so, uh, oh, sorry. Oh my God. She's always burping. I'm quite gassy. She's do you have any advice gassy. for a gassy woman? Uh, cut it out. <laughs> Actually, I, I've had some gas problems myself. Just mastered making it more quiet. <laughs> I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back on probiotics. I was taking those for a so while they and they helped. I can't tell if they yeah. work. I think I, I think I definitely turned my body into a well-oiled machine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try those again and see what happens. So, okay, so any okay. takeaways from this portion of the podcast before we get into your creative process? Um, no, I feel good about all the wines you picked out and my advice to silence my gas. And what to, about what about the, okay. the friend asking for advice thing? Do you feel any different about that? Um, oh yeah, I just feel like he's on his own. <laughs> and there you have I it. I tried another satisfied customer. Yes, so Thank- satisfied. All right. Well, we come back. I'm gonna pick Christina's brain about her creative writing process. She's a great writer. She has an album out. What's your album called? It's taking a long time to become famous. Yeah, but what's your album called? <laughs> well played. <laughs> and that was just off the top of my head. Oh, like, what cool. can I say? It's cool. Okay. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to. Hi guys. Thanks again for listening. Um, if you want to see some shows live, go ahead and check out my website, christinelittle.net/shows. I've also got a show coming up on Monday. Uh, which is today. It should be today. The the 28th at Mickey's in West Hollywood. Really fun bar. I think it's a free show. Then we've got another show in Burbank on February 2nd. And then Indianapolis coming for you on Friday, uh, February 8th. Let's check that out. And I'll be in Fort Wayne on February 9th, also in Indiana. So thank you guys so much for listening. Please rate, share, subscribe. Say hi to Christina. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Bye. And we are back with Christina Walken Sauce. That is me. Did you miss us? I mean, there was like a little intermission where I was like, hey, these are my shows if I remember to do that. So what you're saying is there wasn't long enough for the, us people to miss us. No, but but the, in the time that we were on break, we did make an Instagram post again. We did. We did. We did some uh, work. 
Turns out one of my posts only got one one like. That's just rude. One like? Ouch. Rude. It's, you were buried by algorithms. What if I was in a fragile mental state? What if I was dying and I decided that Instagram was my <laughs> way my to... last post. Instead of 911, I was going to Instagram story my death. And then it was like, one like. <laughs> I was like getting held Nobody hostage. saw it. It got buried in algorithms. Yeah. Oh, she choked to death alone. But uh, be, unfortunately, she didn't pay for uh, advertising. <laughs> so we had to let her die. <laughs> Instagram is coming under a fire after a girl made a post that wasn't seen in the algorithm. algorithm and she took her life. I'll go, uh, Instagram spokespeople have yet to comment, uh, but this they are owned by Facebook, so we still hate Facebook. That is, I feel like that's how I'm going to die, choking on a gluten-free cracker. And I'm not even gluten-free. I just bought it because I thought it was better for me and my charcuterie board. That's, charcuterie. Okay. You love charcuterie. <laughs> oh, you better believe I do. I'm getting so unfocused with you. Okay. okay. Oopsies. Okay, so let's talk about your creative process. Let's You're do it. You are such a writer. I do. You've done blogs. You love you, writing. You're a comedian. You write scripts. Like, what is your, pro- like, I don't know if you want to pick one of those and just go into what your writing process is like on, on any of these mediums. Well, I feel like you do it too. You do morning pages. You were writing in your journal. I would never share this with anybody. Exactly. Not even my worst enemy. But that's important writing to do. It's important really? to like, yes, it's important to do the writing that nobody's going to see. Right? Why? Because that way you're getting stuff out. You're like... It's like a practice, right? It's mm-hmm. like sometimes you have to like do stuff over and over and over and over again, you know, before you get good at it, right? But so my, it's important. But my writing is just how I would talk. Like there's no, there's no difference. That's important. Julia Cameron in The Artist's Way does say that. She, the morning pages are supposed to be something that you write with the, with the purpose of nobody else reading that. Like that, you're supposed to do that. That's good. That's just like keeping, your, keeping the, uh, the flow. And then that makes you less scared when you're writing important stuff. So you already have this like practice of knowing mm-hmm. how to write. Because I feel like the longer I go without writing, it's just like the gym. Mm-hmm. Where it's like once you take a giant break from the gym, it's hard to go back. But then you go to the gym or you, or you write and then afterwards you feel so good. And you're like, oh yeah, I have to do that again you're more so often. so good at that. So what are you working on now? What are you writing now? So like I said, I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> Not proud. Uh, it just I don't know why it took me so long to get final draft on my new computer. Mm-hmm. I had it on my old computer because I had something optioned and then the production company bought me final draft. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, what? Oh, don't worry. It never got made. Uh, well, that makes us Canadian all feel TV. so much better. I know. But no, you know what? I got, I think I made like three or four grand off that option. Ow. Maybe even more. Maybe I made, no, you know what? I made seven grand. So like Side, even if, wait, the sad part is sometimes even, even, wanna... okay, even if something doesn't get made, um, like a little option money, it still helps the, still helps the, the pad the wallet a little Christina bit. Christina is like one of the most positive people that I've met and it's genuine for some reason. I mean, yes, she drinks, and that helps. <laughs> but that helps with my confidence. Uh, and I, you but, know what? Dirty secret. I, I don't mind having like a little glass of wine while I write. Because the same way you would get less inhibited on a date, you can get less inhibited with your writing. Damn, Like I you could be wine. less scared. Be like, I'm going to write this. I'm going to write that. You get a little fearless. But I'm not saying like post things when you're drunk because that's obviously I do train that. <laughs> and when I'm late, when it's late, and then I delete it. Oh. But I was going to say, you're so positive and like, I really think it contributes to all the cool things that happen in your life. You're, you're not afraid to talk up anybody and you're so like people love you and things just come to you. Like I, you're not the kind of person that worries about money. Oh, sorry. Uh Oh, Uh Oh, who's that from? I was supposed to be your first guest. 
Wow. Oh Political. My God. Courtney, stop texting. Do you me. not have Courtney's number saved? I'm going to say stop or is texting. It just it's on stop your computer? texting. Hold on. What if I just read her phone number on your podcast? 310. Uh, don't do it. <laughs> Hold on. Stop texting. Hold on. Uh, it's making it's making noises on my computer. And uh, what kind of fan is she? You've already had guests. So, you know what? Know. Kathleen was She hasn't listened to him. <laughs> um, we were just talking about manifesting things. It turns out I manifested Courtney. <laughs> well, we did tag her in a post. We did. We did. Oh, dear, you ignores me. But said. I do think it does take a combination of, like, hard work. And, like, I don't know, like, the... Like, you know, it sounds kind of dorky, but, you know, you have to believe that it's going to happen. You have to be able to visualize it happening. And I do see a difference between, like, people that I think are truly funny but have, like, very bad attitudes. Ooh. And, like, they're very negative. And it's, like, the more and more you think about the negative stuff and, the, like, it's, like, the more I, – I know this is all, like, stuff that apparently is in the secret, but I've never but read you the all, secret. But this is just how you live your life. Yeah. It's, like, why would you – like, I don't want to believe that bad things are going to happen. I do like to, I mean, I occasionally have a nightmare. I don't know. Everybody does. Uh, but like, but you don't live I, in it. I don't live in it. I feel like, yeah, I still like, I don't know. I picture good things happening and I do. I don't know. But I swear to God, I kind of was born this way. So it's like, that's why I understand people with depression. Cause I was kind of like, my parents said I came out and I was like smiling. Lady Gaga, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I really, I mean, just spending this, the, the last weekend with you and just seeing it in action and just like, it's like, you don't have the, the worry. Like sometimes I think if I'm anxious about something, it's me like getting motivated to do something about it or I'm being responsible by worrying about it. Well, I will say this. I do get in my head a lot, but I'm aware that I'm in my head, and then I get myself out of it. Like, like sometimes I, I do get nervous, for sure. I always get nervous. I think I told you the story at Edmonton, but I was really nervous. This one show, it was in Massey Hall in Toronto, and I, I started, like, pacing in this hallway, and Jeremy Hotz comes around, and he's like, oh, my God, what's the matter? And I was like, and he was, like, smoking and drinking, didn't give a fuck. And I was just like, oh, my God, I don't know why, but I'm so nervous. And he goes, if you're good, that doesn't go away. Ooh. And I was like, damn, that's good advice. That was like, and then it was like, oh, yeah. Like, sometimes I do have to remind myself that these are things I can do and I have been doing. Because sometimes I get in my head. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. And then I do dorky things. Like, I'll look at myself in the mirror. And I'll be like, you're funny. You got this. Don't worry about this. Or, like, even with us, I think I, like, make us all put our hands on the center of the table. But guys, we're going to have a great show. Are you ready to have a great show? Let's have a great show. You're hitting the bed again. Oh, shit. Anyway. Sorry. I thought you were saying, you're right. You're right. But you're like, no, stop hitting the bed. <laughs> <laughs> but you are right. But I do remember that. Didn't we have, like, three out of three great shows? We had – every show was great. Every show was great. I wish we had recorded those sets. That's I the know. only – I will – I'll give myself, like, a C- minus for being a businesswoman. I'll give myself – a good grade for being creative and liking the process, but I hate, I'm not a good business person. You got see, that's the thing. Like, I think the business part is actually pretty fun too. Cause there's like a part of me that's always wanted to be like an entrepreneur. Yeah. And so you get to have that entrepreneurial fun. Right. Within the context of doing this. And you can still be creative with the business aspect of this. Well, like know. how we were airdropping flyers to oh people at God. the bar. That was the slickest thing we've that ever done. That was so funny. So you guys, what we were doing is we had our flyer on our phones and we were in this bar and we started airdropping the flyer for our show to people in the bar. Today. We're just like, oh, Greg's phone, you know, Susan's phone, <laughs> Troy's phone, and just like send, send, send. It's guerrilla marketing and it was creative. It was creative. And, yeah. that was, and then that one guy sent us a picture of his dog back. Cute picture. It was so cute. The dog was dressed up like Superman. Everybody was in good spirits there. It was so very 
pretty good. So about your writing process, let me ask you this: like when you're, um, when you're sitting down to to write something, is it just like a blank page, or do you have? Let me, yeah. Do you have a ritual for when you like like I how do, you do your morning pages? Yeah. Do you have creative writing time? Yeah. yeah. Um. So I have a couple games I play. Well, well, this Ooh. is a good game. Okay. So, and this is funny because Gary Gilman's doing all these like writing tips and a lot of them I'm like, oh yeah, I do that. But, um, so this one little game I play, so I set a timer on my phone and I do these 10 minute intervals of writing. All right. And this is a great way to get, get an hour and a half of writing done and not even really know. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Okay. So I break my writing up into three parts. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because we're comics, we have probably multiple projects. So Mm -hmm. I have, so one, one interval is my morning pages, just Mm -hmm. stream of consciousness writing. I can write whatever. And then one interval is joke writing. And then one minutes. Yeah, okay, this is what we're going to do. So we're going to okay. do 10-minute intervals, and the second interval, I do, like, jokes or whatever. I'm going to work on material. And then the third interval, I'll do, like, a bigger project, like a script or a blog or, like, if I'm working on a book. So that's, like, my bigger one. And this is just, like, like an easy way of, like, getting yourself to, 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 to it's, you don't even feel the timing going by because it's moving so fast. And so anyways, everything's 10 minutes. I set the timer on my phone, 10 minutes. Okay, stream of consciousness writing. Dinger goes off. Okay, now I move to joke writing. And then, bing, timer goes off. Okay, now I work to like a blog or a script or whatever. And I'll tell you this. Sometimes that timer will go off and you won't want to stop. You'll Mm -hmm. be on a roll. And then you can keep going. Mm -hmm. But let's say you're struggling a little bit. It's like, okay, sometimes I feel like... Is there ever a time where it's just blank on one of those? Like... The big script or the jokes or whatever. Stream of consciousness, easy peasy. Easy peasy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a little bit. You could struggle, but then you have to think like, okay, but I only have to do this for 10 minutes. And then when the timer goes off, it's like a relief. But there are so many times where the timer goes off and you're like on a roll and you keep going. But traditionally, when I was when I was really in the practice of doing this a lot, and I'm trying to bring this back right now because I actually haven't played this game in a while. But, um, but yeah, and I would do three rounds of that. So then every project's getting half an hour. Oh my god! But you're doing an hour and a half of writing. That is brilliant. That's like the best piece of writing advice I've I've heard. Just try it. It's a fun little game because I feel like sometimes, because I think that the goal should be to keep writing, and I think to have more than one project on the go, it, it's good. It's like it's almost like writer's relief, where it's like okay, so I've been writing like a, a script for like my pilot for a while, and I'm kind of burnt out on it. Okay, now I'm gonna go and write some material. Like I always find that like whenever I'm like in the heat of like like, of having popularity in my blog, that sometimes my stand-up takes a little bit of a back burner. Yeah. And then same way when my stand-up's going really good, um, my blog takes a little bit of a back burner. Like, yeah. I think it's very interesting how you can burn out on one, but then just hop into the other and actually feel, like, fresh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that I go amazing. But anyways, that's a fun game, and I'm telling so you. So do you have any, like, writing prompts? Like, I've never written, I mean, I've written sketches and stuff, but I've never sat down and wrote, like, a pilot script or anything like that, which I would love to do, or a movie. Yeah. Like, do you have any tips on, like, how to start that process? Well, the or? first piece of advice I like, and actually I got this from Melissa McQueen, and I don't know Bob if Love Melissa hers. McQueen. You know I love Melissa McQueen. But anyways, uh, but this is a good piece of writer's advice, um, is uh, get the page dirty. Ugh, get the page dirty. So don't worry so much about what you're doing because it's totally going to get rewritten anyway. Yeah. Because um, definitely, like, I mean, I wrote a movie, like, years ago, and I got that option, too. But but I literally didn't really know what I was doing, to be honest. Like, I, I was just like, I'm just going to write a movie. And I just started, and I just, like, let everything flow. And then, I mean, the first set of notes I got back from that script um, it was really cute. I met with, like, a good guy, like, a, a good guy who, like, ended up going on to work on, like, Juno, 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. 
I know. I'm back in those days. I don't know. He, that was the shit. It was. I know. And this was like 2005. So I'm like a very amateur writer at the at, at this uh, point in my life. But I just wanted to like I had an idea. I wanted to make it like characters, like dialogue. So he was like, "Do you want the good news or the bad news first? And I was like, "Oh my god, give me the good news first." Really? Yeah. I would have said the bad news. No, I was like, "Give me the good news first. All right, because then I could have just hung up after. He's like, "You're still alive." <laughs> and you're like, "Okay, okay." <laughs> so the good news, uh, he was like, "The good news is you have something that can't be taught." He goes, "You have a very <gasps> strong voice. Ooh. Your characters are fun. Your dialogue is great. Like the theme is great." Uh, and I was like, well, it seems like I'm killing it. I was like, well, what's the bad news? And he's like, your movie has no plot. <laughs> you know what? That's actually not terrible. But that's the thing. He's like, you have like a, you have a good indie movie here. Like, right? <laughs> that's what it is. They say, they use this like, I swear to God, 10 years ago, like indie movie was like this. Oh, it was like, all, it was like you a word that no hurt. Plot. It was like, have a wick like oh indie my movie. God, indie, I'm not going to make any money. But now I feel like indie movies actually do make money and they it's do cool. get awards. You go to Sundance. It's cool now. Yeah. But I love that like to make an indie movie, it's like, don't have a plot. Yeah. You just like have a bunch <laughs> of characters living life. <laughs> it's like a scripted reality show that makes it to a big screen. <laughs> like that's what it is. Right? <laughs> that's an indie film. Well, um, like that, like that show we were talking you and I talking about that show, Reality Bite, or not Reality Bite. Well, Bites, I like but, that uh, movie, Reality Bite. Unre- Unreal. Oh, no, on, it wasn't Unreal Time. But I've seen a couple episodes I of that. I love that show. Oh, yeah, okay. that is a good show. I've seen a couple episodes. I don't know why I really? fell off the... Whatever. But, um... It's on Hulu. Yeah, oh my god, I should watch it. Why, do you have a, do you have, like, writing process? I know you like writing in your I mean, journal. Look, I have my, my morning pages, and I know that, like, when I don't, it's like a compulsive thing. It's like, even if I don't get it done in the morning, which sometimes, like, I can't. Yeah. And sometimes I, I, you know, I wake up late, so if I wake up too late in the day, then I'm like, morning pages are going to be night pages. Oh, mine were last night, for and sure. So, I finished them at, like, 8.30. So, yeah, mine were, like, two, right before I went to bed. It was, like, 2 in yeah. the morning or something. So, I, um... So, and I wound up writing five pages last night, which is rare. Yeah. I usually stick to the three. The three? But I just had so much to say. And even today, I'm like, I'm still talking. I'm, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of I'm still talking. Yeah. I, I wasn't done with that shit. Oh, I had to go awesome. to so, um, so that is like, if I don't have get that done, it, like I can feel it. It's like this anxiety I have over yeah. me. Um, but that's a good urge to have is to keep going, right? Because even last night, I did my morning pages. I definitely finished them at 8.30 at night. And then... At like 11.30, all these other, I've been reading a book and I finished it. And then all these other kind of thoughts. I was like, oh, I have to write down a few more things. And then I wrote another page. I love that. Yeah, sometimes you got to get up. I mean, that's the classic reminder that everybody has to be reminded of, especially as a comic. You know, when you're like lying in bed and you're trying to fall asleep and then all these like joke ideas are coming in your oh, brain. brilliant. Everybody knows you got to write it down. Because sometimes you're like, oh, I'll remember that. That's You'll like so clever. Remember. I'll remember that in the morning. How could I possibly forget that in the morning? It's just going to be the first thing I think about in the morning. And then you wake up, you're like, oh, fuck, oh, should have wrote it down. That actually reminds me of some joke ideas I came up with yesterday that I did not write down. And you know what? I was cleaning out my trunk and I was like, you know, this is a really hard process because it's like so much of who I aspired to be was in here and it wasn't. There was like a beach umbrella and like a racket for a racquetball. I'm like, this is not me. This is who I wanted to be in my trunk and I never was. It's just sad. Oh my God, it's so funny. (laughs) But anyway... So anyways, uh, but yeah, and then that's a whole project in itself too. Like sometimes I forget or I don't really think until I'm about to do stand up where I'm like, oh, I should go through all my notes in my phone because there's usually like at least 20 joke ideas in, in that little note thing. And I, but sometimes I don't like, 
take a little chunk of my time out and be like, I should just go through notes because that could definitely help that interval of joke writing. That's true. This is a huge reason. All those. Well, notes, would you count that as an interval if you're just scrolling through those notes or? Yeah, as long as you're the putting page. them into like another file and All actually right. working on them as a joke. I think that I does have count. a lot of those, but like some of them, I'm like, this isn't a joke yet. This isn't a whatever yet, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they but some could. Of them, some of them, I, I, I think I'd like to go where what's easy. Like if there's something, I'm like, oh, there's something there on that, or I fe- see a way where I could put this next to this bit, and it could, yeah, go there. Yeah. Um. Then yeah, but in terms of stand up writing, <clears throat> like my process is like, oh, I have a show tonight. Okay, yeah. I go to the show, and. Right before I go up, yes. I cut and paste a set list together, yeah. and then I go up into my time. I, you know what, I'm the same way, though. Like, for sure, the most <laughs> I write on stand-up is usually in that, like, hour before I go to the show. Like, I'll go to, like, a coffee shop, like, around the corner from whatever bar it's in or whatever, or even go to the bar and have a drink and work on my set there. But, uh, but yeah, it's like, I feel like I do. I, I cram. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to try this joke. I want to try this joke. I want to try that. But yeah. there is, like, an intense, like, last-minute like writing sesh right before you get on stage I mean, and you're like, I, I need to do that more. I don't always do that. And then I'll have an intention to be like, I want to try these new jokes and then I won't do it depending on the show. But yeah. it just so happened that the other day, the show I was on, was like really low pressure. I had a lot of time. I felt very free. Yeah. And so I, I said a bunch of stuff all at once. Yeah. And then usually, usually it'll be like a tag. Right. Or something. Oh, you like know, that's the thing. Like all, all this stuff. Sometimes those shows, yeah, when you're just like telling a joke again, like, that's a, that would be another fun game that I've had in my brain is just to, like, yeah, write out all your jokes and just try to come up with one tag for every line. Ooh, is that a game? That yeah. is a game. But I feel like Gary Goldman said something like that in his little writing advice, too. He's like, but, I mean, I, I am a big fan of, like, once in a while taking, like, a nice session of writing out your jokes, which we never do. We always make, like, notes, mm-hmm. like, set lists mm-hmm. with just, like, keywords. Yeah. But I do think there's something to be said about, like, writing out jokes and... Which I, I don't do very them. often, but I think that that would be a fun game. The so jokes that you already have, and then write them and out, then try to, yeah, and then try to yeah, and then try to tag that. every line. Why don't Why not just try to tag every That's single line in your act? That's a good. We should play that game. I'll play that game. Well, what about say I want to write a movie? Right. I have no idea what the fuck. What do you have an idea? There was an idea once I had, but I don't get it. I mean, I wouldn't start writing a movie if you don't have an idea. <laughs> How do you get an idea? <laughs> uh, you just have to live your life. That's it. You probably have ideas buried in your... There was one honestly, about, another like, being a love addict or whatever. That's but... a good idea. Honestly, mm. I do find that rereading old diaries... Like, go far back. Go, like, eight I years. Have, I have... Go reread an old I diary. I don't know what to do with them. They're all the same. It's the same shit. <laughs> different people. That's it's hilarious. The same so then you write a movie... Where that's your discovery as a character, where you go back and reread Ooh. all your diaries, and it turns out that every relationship you've ever had is the same relationship, just a different guy. That's an interesting movie to me, right? And then what? I don't know. I know. It's same right, this movie. The movie is called Same Fight, Different Round, <laughs> and it's about Christine trying to break her cycle I feel of dysfunctional like relationships. I discover this, but then something needs to change, and you discover this, but that's your uh, inciting incident or whatever. And do you reread opposite. these old diaries, yeah. and you're like, "Oh my god!" It turns out, uh, yeah. So then, what do I change? I have love addiction. Well, that's what you have to decide. You have to brainstorm. So, in my, like how this movie idea, is going to end. In my idea, it was like this guy and. Uh, helping this girl realize that she was a love addict. Right. And he was trying to, like, help her through some stuff she's going through. And then traditionally, they would wind up being together. They would end up being together. And he wants to be with her or whatever, but she's like, no. But in this 
this this movie that does not happen. They do not wind up together. I mean, it's pretty. See, I like. I always like part. that though. I like going against the. But I also like happy endings. Me too. So, like to me, a happy ending is like you're not dying alone, or maybe the relationship is with herself. Yeah. Boring. Well, I hate when it's well, that. You know, or you could go like the frozen route, where it's like the person that saves you is like a girlfriend or a sister. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I hope I didn't ruin the end of Frozen for anyone, but if, if you <laughs> if you haven't seen Frozen, every kid in your life will be very angry Let at you. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Freeze it out. <laughs> Freeze it out, bro. Freeze it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a new writing term. <laughs> Freeze it out the ending? Yeah, I'm freezing it out. Um, Are you working out? Yeah, actually? can you tell? Right now? Fuck you. Um, you need to go? Nope. Um, that's just time. some text. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, fuck. I just had to... Oh, but another thing is I think that... Um, and I did this once. There's like, like this meetup in LA called Writer's Block. Ah. And so anyways, it's really... I, it's, it, this sounds super dumb, but I swear to God, I got a lot of work done. But like, you go to these Writer's Blocks. There's like different blocks, whatever, different parts of the city. You like pay $10 to basically sit in, in a space. That's accountability. It's accountability. And I think if it's If I put huge. money on it, then I'm going to do it. You're showing up. You're putting away your phone. You're mm-hmm. writing. Everybody else in the room is writing too, which I think creates like good energy. And uh, and then sometimes they have a speaker at the end, the last half an hour. There's always like free coffee and like snacks and stuff. And sadly, I've only gone once. But then me and Renee and Amanda, two of my girlfriends, were like, we just need to do a writer's block. Like, just be accountable. And yeah. writing with a friend, like, you guys don't have to talk the whole time. It's just, like, good to have friends. So this is accountability. That's all it is. You're checking in. You have somebody to watch your laptop if you have to go to the bathroom. I love that. That is huge. Because sometimes I'm I like... I love posting up at Starbucks, but then I'm like, I gotta shit. Same! And then, like, <laughs> turns out I'm only writing until I have to poop. And then uh, writing time is over. So I try to do this thing where I see a hot so guy. I write I'm like, can you watch my stuff? You know, I once watched a guy's laptop at Starbucks in Beverly Hills. And when he came back from the bathroom, he gave me a Starbucks gift card. He's like, thank you. I didn't tell you the story about the at this, my Starbucks. Story oh the yeah, airport. the airport. Okay, so get this. So I was this guy was in line in front of me getting his stuff, and then I I right when I got up there, I was like, oh dude, is this your phone? He left his phone in on the counter. Right, right. He's like, oh god, thank you so much. And then he's like, her whatever she's buying is on me. That's so nice. What? I was like, what? Just for finding your anyone would have done that. I was like, Canada is so weird. And, and you know what? Like, the Denver guy bought me a Caesar. Believe, I was like, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. And everyone's like, yeah, welcome to Canada. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is like, and that American oh, guy, Canadian guy. Yeah. The American guy bought me a drink. I was like, oh, I'm hosting the mad, uh, you know, positive vibes about being single. And he's like, I'm going to buy you a Caesar. And he bought me a double. Whoa. Oh, hello. I know. That's and a sweet. double in Canada is only two ounces, just so you know. Oh, yeah. I they forgot. don't free So I, I mean, that helped me not get super wasted. Right. You spend more money that way, but like... You do spend more money. The drinks are tastier, I but would say. You're right. The, the drinks have some flavor. And that's why I could never have a double in America. I would die. Really? Oh, my God. Is that a challenge? I know. <laughs> As a cocktail server, I, I barely drink hard alcohol. Like, I love drinking, right. but I love, like, wine and craft beer. You're making me want wine. I know. I think I might get a, some wine and try these exercises. Why don't you, oh my God, pour a glass of wine and play the writing game. So remember, 10 minute intervals, Set it, and even setting the timer on your phone feels quite, what I don't know, about it feels the movie good. thing? Well, that's the Pomodoro, or I always say it wrong. I call it the Pomodoro, but it's like, what are those tomato clocks called? Um, oh, I don't know. Oh, well, I call it the well, Pomodoro. Yeah, is it for, but yeah. it's for 25 minutes. 
Oh, see, that's for a good. project. But I like your ten minute. I mean, I like shorter, it faster. Exactly. Like I used to do the, the forty five minute yoga classes, and like the thing that drew me to those classes were that they were forty five minutes. And there's so many like 60, 75, 90 minute classes. I was like, I could do anything for forty five minutes. But you're the class you're doing today is ninety, right? I'm doing a sixty today. Sixty, and but a ninety because we did that ninety minute one in Edmonton, which was just insane. I can't even believe I did that. And I sweat out a whole bunch over. of booze. Oh, I must have stunk up that class. Our smelled like booze. So badly. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I was definitely drinking IPAs that night at Cactus Club. So they're very hoppy. Oh, my God. I love the Cactus Club. Isn't it great? It was so We can good. give a shout out to the Cactus Club on this podcast. Well, they don't have it in, in uh, America. Um, that's, that's true. But I'm sure you have, like, a million Canadian listeners. So... You know what? After our shows, maybe I do. Right? Uh-oh. Guess what? What, what, what? I have to go to yoga in three minutes. Okay. Did I'll I inspire I'll... you? You inspired me. Yeah, but I'll, the only question I have is about the writing the movie portion. How do I do that in a 10-minute I interval? mean, I definitely am not a pro at writing movies. I kind of just, like, write when I want to write, and then, you know, maybe, like, I did, you know, here's the thing. I did take some classes in Toronto, um, like, a screenwriting, like, level two um classes just Ooh, to like work on my structure cute. my structure does suck like full disclosure i've had a lot of luck with writing but let but me tell no you, one can teach you what you do right i have the, i have the voice but i definitely don't have like the structure that's the easy part skill that's something you can be learned and you know you could re- i don't know everybody always reads uh, save the cat oh yeah full disclosure that. i've been on page 17 of save the cat for about 10 years um uh, full disclosure i, read- I saved the cat and it sucked <laughs> <laughs> That's for little things. And, you know, I'm sure that people would be happy to, like, read your scripts. But right now I would say just get the idea on paper and then worry about structure later. Because that's just the Just keep writing, part. like, this is a scene. This is a scene. Yeah, just, just like, like, pretend, like, like a create. Yeah, just create your world. Just create your world and just, like, mm. you know, make little scenes and bring them all together. Oh, and yeah. don't forget to have some drama. This is a big problem I have, too. I feel like I got this note. Because you're so happy. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then they locked it out and everything was fine. That's exactly what it was. They're like, it's like you're scared for anything bad to happen to your characters. And it's true. I think I fall in love with my characters. And I do base my characters on real people. So I'm like, oh, I don't really want anything bad to happen to her. Like, you know what I mean? But I have to get out of that. That's, that's why that's, I didn't These like are my that. real problems that I have to get out of, you guys. That, you know what? I had an acting teacher said that your acting problems are your life problems, and your life problems are your acting problems. And I never Ooh, forgot that. Ooh, that is good. And that's, a, that's a creative thing, too. Yeah. It's like you're too afraid for anything. I get, I get a little attached to these fake people that I've invented in my head. I think it's sweet. Uh, what can I tell you? That's, that's why I didn't like that movie where the girl came from Ireland. Did you see that? It, like, won some awards. Um, so sure, sure, sure. I know sometimes it's true. Sometimes I, I do like, feel like boring. Sometimes I do feel like drama and movies and TV shows is so forced. I'm like, I don't really understand why that happened or why that was a reaction. So I also want to make things realistic too. I think yeah. li- I think drama is realistic. It's like you never know. It's your life can change in an instant. It really can. I think that's probably a theme I would probably want to put in. And that's that's movie. that your that change should change. should happen at like like page twelve in your script, or is it page thirty? You should look this up. It's either page 12 or page 30 where, like, but something something has to happen on page 12. It's all, like, ordinary life for, like, the first 10 pages or whatever. I love that part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I choked. Oh, God. Anyway. Okay. Well, this has been fun. I just barked. Where, where can people find you? <laughs> uh, bark and shot? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, at Walk and Sauce. W, like, Walk in Sauce. Like, spaghetti sauce. I love that. And Walk and Sauce on everything. Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. 
even my email, and then you can guess what email I use. Uh, AOL, whatever. <laughs> I do have AOL. That's hilarious. I'm on. I'm on Hotmail. So Hotmail. Um, okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm on, at the X Teen Little on everything, and subscribe, rate, review, find Christina. Um, and start writing. Do start your writing. thing. Let me know if you try any of this stuff. We're going to have a date next week and we're going to do the writing game. Really? Yes. I would love that. Okay. okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to A Little Advice.